Hello, I'm Corey Stroman. Welcome to the Rochester Rising podcast, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs in Rochester, Minnesota. Thank you for spending some time with us today to learn more about small business and the culture of entrepreneurship in Rochester. We hope that you learned something today from a local entrepreneur that can help you with your own journey. Rochester Rising is a part of Collider, a Rochester-based nonprofit that activates, connects, and empowers early-stage entrepreneurs in our community. You can learn more about Collider and how our organization can help accelerate and assist your journey at collider.mn. Today on the podcast, we chat with Sammy Liu, owner of Atori Sushi and Mezzanine Cafe, about her experience starting and operating food-based businesses in our area. Let's get started. Welcome, Sammy. Thanks so much for being on the show with me today. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, tell me a little bit what brought you to Rochester and what keeps you here. So I came to Rochester in the year of 2004. I come here because of my family. Sure. And uh, I stay because I have two children, so they love it staying here in Rochester. So it makes me want to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Is there something about the Rochester community that made you want to start a business here? Yeah, when I first arrived here, um, the first couple of years I've been working and then I really want to open my own restaurant. Mm -hmm. But I find the opportunity in Rochester that, you know what, maybe I should start here. So in the year of 2007, I start opening my first restaurant. Mm -hmm. And Otori is considered my fifth restaurant so far. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Experienced business owner then. (laughs) I'm still learning. Yeah, <laughs> aren't we all? Well, uh, so tell me a little bit about your earlier ventures. Uh, so I've been opening like few other restaurants, like from sushi, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the restaurants like Southeast Asia, and one is like a kind of like a fast food Asian fast food to go. Sure, sure. And now I'm focused on uh, Otori mm-hmm. and Mezzanine Cafe. Sure, great. So has Rochester as a city or as a community provided any unique challenges to starting or operating your business? Yeah, I mean, like opening, especially like uh, opening an Asian restaurant in Rochester, especially on sushi. Um, for the beginning, we do have a lot of different challenge. Like some of the challenge are from like a home state county, like where we apply mm-hmm. for the permits. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of knowledge, uh, like what should I do or like how do I apply for it because it was very beginning of it and mm-hmm. basically I'm the second sushi restaurant that just came into Rochester. Sure. And from there we work together and then to make it so that they understand all the rules and regulations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is that the the permit to get approved by the city mm-hmm. for construction, it really takes a long time. I've It really like prolonged the whole operating and construction for the business. Sure, sure. Yeah, Yeah. I've heard that from a lot of local entrepreneurs, that it's just a challenge to get all the permits figured out. And especially if you're not used to managing that kind of thing, you know, it's a lot of steps. Because like when we took over the the restaurant, when we signed the lease, the the landlord only gave us a certain time of months for us to like opening and operating. After that, like three months later, we had to start paying the rent. Mm-hmm. But then if we don't get the approval permit earlier, like at least like a one month or two months in self-taking three to six months, then it's, it's not really helpful. Sure, sure. can definitely see how that would be challenging. 
So what's kind of your background in work or education? Uh, my background is my education is I went to uh, school on a business, uh, bachelor business administration. Sure. And marketing and specialized on food and beverage. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what work did you do leading up to starting your own restaurant? Uh, so basically, I'm growing up from a family that own a lot of multiple businesses. Sure. And one of the businesses is that my dad owns lots of restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, bars, and clubs. Mm-hmm. So I'm growing up with a lot of uh, business, restaurant background in my life sure. and my dad. Yeah. So... Uh, I told myself this is why I want to go to school for it so that I can mm-hmm. have more understanding on how to really manage the business. What initially kind of sparked your passion for both food and later coffee? Um, was it just kind of growing up in that business and being like, I love being around this. I want to do this myself. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, my passion is always going to be Japanese food like sushi mm-hmm. because I really liked how you know, the simplicity of the ingredients. And then also when you put it on a plate, it's like an art that's like a mm-hmm. beautiful. So I, I like that. And come to coffee, is like the same thing. Like coffee is a lot of learning step by step. And also like, you know, the way how you make the arts. And also the reason why is that I want to bring in coffee, like mezzanine is to something in more Instagram coffee shop mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm don't really have it in Rochester. Yeah. But just focus on desserts and coffee and Japanese matcha. Mm-hmm. I love mezzanine. It's just beautiful. Thank like you. it's such a gorgeous space. Thank you. Um, so with the two different businesses, they definitely are very different in what they serve, probably what their clientele is, yeah. all of that. What would you say were some of the unique challenges that each one faced and how they were different? I mean, like for mezzanine, we don't really like, uh, we just like re- focus a restaurant, that, a cafe that focus on coffee, matcha, and dessert. Mm-hmm. So the challenge is like the parking, where's the location mm. right now? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the parking is sometimes, just the customer doesn't want to walk too far. Mm-hmm. And that's the only challenge that we have at the downtown. I mean, downtown. Yeah, yep. And that just and, comes with the territory. Yeah. And Otori, um, after so many years, the challenge, like, mostly is just, like, internal with the landlord and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have a, un- a unique challenge on Sure, yeah. sure. Well, I'm glad that things are going well yeah. for both of them then. Uh, how would you say the pandemic affected your business? I realized that Mezzanine was not open yet when the yes. pandemic started, yes. but Otori was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did that affect both? Mm-hmm. Otori uh, health benefit. So Otori Sushi basically is like a dining restaurant. Mm-hmm. So we do specialize on takeouts and drive through. Mm-hmm. But then uh, before the pandemic, we focus on dining. But sure. then after the pandemic happened, we focus our restaurant to concept to takeouts, delivery, and drive through because we have a drive through window. Mm-hmm. But the affect us a lot because we don't have a lot of support from like the landlord or the local government during sure. the whole pandemic because we just don't know where we want to do because he just shut down the whole restaurant. We just don't, we can't figure out the way mm-hmm. how to manage that. But then it took us about like two or two weeks or so. And then mm-hmm. we can't figure out a way to do that. So we use that drive through for our business. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, have you ever found that being 
a woman in business made it any more difficult to get your businesses started? Yes. Um, especially I'm a minority woman. Mm-hmm. Like we, we go, like I was like, we don't, like I said, we don't get enough support from the people, like from the local government that we we need, like some questions, like for businesses and everything. We don't have that kind of uh, information that we, we, we need from. Sure. What do you find most rewarding about your work? When the customers like coming into the restaurant and they order some sushi and we make it and we serve it to them, when they take the first bite, the smile, the way how they knock their head and like, wow, this is so good. That that moment when they tell you like how amazing was the sushi, mm-hmm. that's making me want to keep on doing what I'm doing. Yeah. The same thing to Mezzanine. We try to our best to make the coffee and the matcha, the dessert. When they come in and tell like how beautiful the plate is, like mm-hmm. how beautiful the you know the cof- the cakes and the coffee, it just makes you feel like, you know what? I'm doing right. This is what yeah. I want. This is the whole thing why I opened this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you talk a little bit about how you clearly have a love for creativity and art and beauty? How did that kind of incorporate itself into your businesses? Mm, it means like when you when you want to when you want to make something at home for yourself to eat, example, mm-hmm. you have to find the in, the best ingredient, the good quality, fresh, and you have to cook it very beautiful and put it on a plate. If you want to do something for it, like you cook something, if you want to eat it because it mm-hmm. looks so beautiful, that's what you want to serve to customer. Mm-hmm. You want to serve to the customer that is good, looks good in your eye before you come to your palate. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. For somebody starting their own business, maybe specifically a food-based business, what kind of advice would you give to them? For a like, very honest, opening a big food business is not as easy as you just work for someone. Mm-hmm. Opening a business, you need to be there 24 hours, 365 days. You sacrifice a lot of times from your family, if you have families, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because your restaurant, basically, you need to put your heart, your passion, everything on it. Mm-hmm. So my advice for people that want to open food, you need to really think and plan and sure that you're willing to do all this before you go to these food businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So now that we've kind of covered what you do for work, I'm sure that takes up a lot of your time. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you really enjoy doing outside of work? Yes, uh, I like to try new restaurants with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm a foodie, so I like to go try new food. Yeah, And I love to travel and also shopping. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Uh, do you have any exciting plans for the future? Anything coming up with? Yes. Uh, this coming uh, summer, uh, I'm going to open two more restaurants in Rochester. Uh, one of the restaurants, we will bring in uh, modern Korean food. And another one, we will bring in some uh, cocktails, uh, almost like a speakeasy. Oh, very cool. But it's more like um, like an old Hollywood I love that bar. Yeah. That's so mm-hmm. fun. Yep, this is what I'm I'm we are trying to focus on that right now. Yeah, so. I'm sure that's a lot to add to your plate, but how exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't wait to 
look out for what's coming our way in June. Sounds good. Thank you so much for being on with me today. Thank you. Thanks so much to Sammy for sharing her story. You can learn more about Mezzanine Cafe and Atori Sushi by clicking the link in our show notes. And thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We are so appreciative of your time spent listening and of your support of our work here at Collider. If you know an entrepreneur who would benefit from the conversation today, please share this podcast with them so that they can benefit from the experience of other business owners in the community. We launched Rochester Rising in 2016 to tell stories of entrepreneurship taking place within the city of Rochester, especially stories that otherwise would not have been told, and to take the time to understand each entrepreneur and what their experience has been like in this community. If you find value in this podcast, please consider donating and lending support to Collider's efforts to share the stories of Rochester entrepreneurs and inspire others on their journey. You can find more information about our tip jar and how to donate in our show notes. Thanks again for tuning into the Rochester Rising podcast.